0: <laughs> Liverpool 3, West Ham 1, English Premier League. This is what Onto the Ball was created for. Let's go. Yes, Travis. Yes. <laughs> we are top of the league. I say we are top of the league. <laughs> are you top now then? Wow! look, give or take two points, yeah? Yeah, forget um, City.
1: Forget City. You're top of, you're top of the second <laughs> league, aren't you? Living in a league on their own.
0: Well, um,
1: yeah, call yourselves top of the league. Drink it in. League. Drink it in.
0: Oh, I don't know where to start. We're absolutely flamey. Incredible. You are. Um, but the score's flooding in. Mm. I mean, let me just see if I can get them up. Chelsea have lost yet again. This new manager bounce from Poch. Where has it gone? I don't
1: know. Um, They just haven't had it. Dan must be feeling blue at the minute, man. Forget two blues in (laughs) it. I'm going to have to check in, make sure he's all good, man. Uh, I was just
0: on his stream there asking what was going on and he was giving it to a few players. Um, But yeah, so Chelsea, nil, Villa one Brighton was 3-1 last time I seen. North London, Derby, Arsenal 2, Spurs 2. Yeah. Um Liverpool, obviously, 3-1. Winners Liverpool are flying. Wins. Liverpool. Liverpool are absolutely flying. This is what onto the ball was created for. All that pain last season that I went through wondering why we ever started this podcast. Because Liverpool, <laughs> as soon as we went live. September, a year ago, Liverpool were basically in the mud, but we are back. Um, Do you know the word that I want to use to describe our performances in this season is control. We're always controlling games now. Last season, we had no control. Yeah. um, Against Wolves, even when we went 1-0 down, we were controlling it. We didn't panic. We thought, stick to the game plan. We're going to get back into it. Went 1-0 down against Bournemouth. Same control, got back into it. Today was just, it, it? we were basically never in danger. When it went one each, it was like, what on earth has happened here? We yeah. were all over them. Like, I mean, I'm going to say a bit probably about every single player, but this save that Alisson pulled off in the first half, yeah. it was like nothing that I've ever seen before. Wait till you watch Match of the Day 2 tonight. It was like a point-blank header, bottom corner, and it was... I think it was nil-nil by then. or It might have been one-nil to us. No, it was. It was nil-nil. It was the first 10 minutes. I remember writing in my Liverpool group. I was like, we, we're we all over the shop here. They're all over us. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, it was like Gordon Banks down really? his, his far post, scooped it out of the bottom corner, out for a corner. It was incredible. Um, but listen, this Dominic Sabosley, he is only six games into his Premier League Liverpool career. And yeah. I'm telling you now, I'm calling it, he is already getting mentioned alongside Premier League legends like Steven Gerrard, Xabi Alonso, Gini wow. um Jordan Henderson when he was in his pump. Jesus. That is like, he, he's incredible. Yeah, your Your favourite word, right? When we were ripping you about... Pogba, yeah, you were like, he's got all the attributes. And I remember yeah. saying, But it, if he doesn't apply the attributes, yeah. Dominic Sabosley has got all the attributes. I mean, you've watched him so far. You didn't watch any today, you were on the NLD, yeah. weren't you? Yeah, I was um, but he's he's powerful, he's like the Terminator, he's relentless, he does not stop running, does not stop working. He's cooking something up on that right hand side. With, <laughs> Is he normally normally it would be with Trent, but Gomez was there today. I'll have a word on Gomez as well, but he's cooking something up on that right-hand side triangle with him, Salah, and then Trent or Gomez today. And I'm just over the moon. Um, I know you tweeted about him yesterday saying he's hit the ground running the Premier League. From a rival fan, what's your impression of Dominic Savosle?
1: Yeah, exactly what I said on the tweet. He has hit the ground running. He's been absolutely fantastic for Liverpool, to be honest. And I mean, I hate to say this, but I did say this last season when you were saying you would sell every single player apart from, like, two. I was like, there's a lot there. Like, th- there will be managers that will want to work with that squad. And you just needed the midfield. And it wasn't the midfield that FSG necessarily promised. But you've bought four midfielders and it's paid off. Do you know what I mean? you bought in Gravenberch, Sobersley, McAllister and Endo. And whatever, Trent, whatever Jürgen Klopp's done in terms of the mechanics isn't our job. He's the manager. Like you said, he's a, he is a top class manager and he's worked it out and everybody seems to be in sync now. Like Sabasla, going back to what you said, like you said, he's, he's a, he's a fantastic talent. And like you said, he's got the, the physical attributes to cope with the demands of the Premier League as well. So yeah, I think if he can continue his form with a couple of others, there's no reason why you can't put yourself in a title race this season. Like you said, it's early days, but to win, like you said, is it five out of the first six? We've yeah, won. We drew the first one against chelsea and you've won the rest have not you we've won the rest that's it uh, that's i'm just gonna, it. gonna
0: get the league table up here and see if i can share it so yeah. yeah i mean even the first game of the season we should have won that i don't care what anyone says um so i don't big. know if dan is on his stream i seen big up to dan from two blues um just when i come on here he had 25 viewers. man incredible well deserved oh, man. as well, well great, on, man. that's great big. channel
1: yeah um Yeah, there. Look at the form. Like you said, five so, straight yeah, wins. The one, the one that's popped out wins, there is Chelsea. Five conceded as well. I mean, you've got, like you said, with that midfield, you've got your defence back as well, because obviously you were conceding lots of chances last year. You're not conceding a lot of chances at all this year, which is brilliant. And like you said, I think with, with McAllister or, or whoever's been sitting in that number six role, Like you said, and you've alluded to the control, you've been able to just get McAllister on the ball a lot and you've been controlling games through possession, not necessarily somebody Mm. physically just ratting around, smashing into people like your traditional DM. You've got legs in there and you've got the control of the ball. And like you said, you've become more of a possession team this year. When I watch Liverpool, you're controlling games through having a lot of the ball, Trent inverting and going in there with his passing abilities as well. So, yeah, I think it's all great for Liverpool moving forward. And like I said, I can't see it really stopping, to be honest. I think you've got the the players there. You've got plenty of goals in your team. And if you can keep the likes of Van Dijk fit, And Canate coming back in the team, I mean, he didn't even play today. But with him coming back, I think it's only going to get stronger for Liverpool. So, yeah, don't sleep on him. The thing is, obviously, once injuries hit, that's when you
0: really start testing your squad. But the thing is, when you look at the players that are not even playing for Liverpool at the minute, like Gappo Jota both come off the bench. Jota got a goal. You've got Birch, who's dying for a Premier League full debut. Um, and yeah. Tiago still to come back from injury. Elliot keeps coming on with these cameo roles off the bench. Is Elliot's better off the bench? That's the, yeah. the sad thing. Uh, but if he got a start anytime soon, would not um, would not starve him of it because he's been absolutely tremendous. Um, and then today, obviously, the ones that started McAllister in the number six. He didn't put a foot wrong. Set up Nunez's goal to make it two one. Absolutely tremendous performance. And then obviously, Soboslai, that we've just mentioned. Um, so it's like real strength in depth. And then we haven't even touched on Endo. <laughs> uh, I think Endo's going to
1: have the shortest Liverpool career you'll ever know. Um, well, this is it, I think, as well. Like, it's like sort of like the second coming of Liverpool. Like, everyone just seems hungry. But again, that tone for me is set from the manager. Like, I, even I was saying at the back end of last season, I was thinking how much more can he can he sort of like, not take of this, but how much longer does he want to go on thinking, can I go again? Am I going to rebuild another team? But obviously in the back of his mind, he probably thought, well, there's not much of a rebuild that needs to happen. I just need a few new midfielders and I'm happy with the other two departments, but everyone looks hungry that's what I'm seeing from the performances, what I've seen from Liverpool so far. You've sort of got that hunger back. It's like you've got a point to prove again. And there was a lot of doubters, including myself, but you've responded so far and you've proven a lot of doubt was wrong, shutting people like me up. So it's good to see for Liverpool. Horrible for me, I must say. I yeah, I was going to say, I love shutting you up. <laughs> I'm hating it, but for you, nah, it's sick, mate. I can't, I can't take it away. Liverpool look really impressive. But yeah, I mean, obviously,
0: today was like vintage Liverpool. Like we have been the last five years, so solid at home, ultimate control. And then when you think of the injuries we've had, like you say, Canate didn't play today. Matip was fantastic. I'm always Matip's biggest fan. Joe Gomez, he's he's a better right back than he is a centre back. That is mm. the facts of it. Joe Gomez is a solid, solid right back. I feel like we've got to forget about him as a centre back. Um, obviously, with Trent being there, he's not going to get many opportunities at right back but whenever he steps in he never puts a foot wrong um he was immense today Robertson was back to his best he's obviously buzzing he scored a great goal against Wales to put us in the lead he's been away with Scotland he played fantastically against England you can see he's just found his his form again um, yeah because he's had a bit of criticism off Liverpool fans definitely on Twitter in the last 12 months That's saying it. that Robertson's over the hill he's 29 now he's, his best days are behind him and I've Honestly, never seen it. And that's not just me having Poole's rose-tinted glasses on. I watch it, and I think, if anything, we're asking him to play as a third centre-back while Trent inverts. It's not really his position at Mm -hmm. all. But if anything, obviously, with Trent being out, we were more of a back four today. So it was Gomez down the right. Robbo down the left, and it paid dividends. It was yeah. it was really injury, good. The injury, like you
1: said, the injury might have been a little bit of a de- blessing in disguise for this particular game. Then you probably yeah. just needed it to be a little bit more solid today. But yeah, alluding about, back on your point, that's how Twitter can be, mate. You've seen it yourself. Like, <laughs> it can be like with certain players and that, and they start, once they like carry these agendas and the narratives against certain players, that players can get caught up in it. Like you said, Robbo, you've seen it yourself. We get it the same at United. With Rashford Bruner, maybe Rashford justified a little bit more quite recently with his performances, but yeah, we get the same. And like you said, there Twitter, was a
0: man calling for Klopp's head over the summer. Yeah, talking yeah. about his talent idea, picking players, and how this George Schmacker coming in as director of football on a three month contract, almost saying like Klopp's had his time. And obviously, I was reading it and thinking, Are you absolutely mad? After the last eight years, we should be more inclined to be. Petitioning and campaigning for a statue of him outside Anfield. Yeah. But there was this certain majority, not majority, there was this certain minority who were like Klopp's had his day, it's best he leaves and things like that. And mm. you've only got to look at obviously the way the signings are settled, uh, Soberslay and McAllister in particular, yeah. To, to see that, in Have my it, opinion, yeah, was are back, about, there was a lot
1: of There was a lot of uproar about that. George Schmack, though, I think even you were saying he looked dead, and he's only on a three month like. It just,
0: I think, I think what didn't help Schamacker was Fabinho and Henderson ended up leaving. Mm. That wasn't part of the plan, so it was almost like they had to rejig the part of the plan that they thought. And for sure, I don't think Gravenberch would have come in if we didn't. Get rid of Fabinho and Henderson. So it was a bit of, they had to have a rethink of the strategy. So I think it's pretty evident now that instead of buying Bellingham for 100 million, they decided to spend 60 on Soboslight and 40 on McAllister. So that was almost two, two in, um, four left with Cater, Oxley, Chamberlain, Milner, um, Oxley, Chamberlain, Milner. And Bobby Firmino left, but he's not a midfielder, so it was yeah. almost like two in. But then we've ended up replacing Henderson and Firmino with Endo and Gravenberch. Um, I mean, Endo, I don't know what to say about Endo. <laughs> well, that's he's another, gonna have a that shorter short career, career than uh Christian Poulsen. Do you remember Christian? Poulsen? Yeah, I can remember Roy Hodgson signed him. Honestly, he's gonna have a shorter career than him. Yeah, um, you can just tell Klopp don't fancy him. Um, again, that magical word attributes. Mm. Endo hasn't got the attributes to be a success in the Premier League, and I know it's a dangerous thing to write someone off due to their height or other attributes. We've seen it with Jamie Carragher and oh, Martinez, Martinez uh, last year, he's eating his words, although he hasn't had a great start this season. Martinez, um, but yeah, it's we've just got to forget about Endo. I think he's
1: comfortably yeah. about ninth choice center mid. Um, Sometimes you got to filter through the fog as well. Like, obviously Liverpool's rebuild was like not hyped up, but it was built up. That like huge to be Bellingham, Casado, and you was expecting all these players. So then when you got linked with the likes of who you ended up getting, it seemed underwhelming at the time. But let's be honest, Bellingham would have had this Real Madrid offer there. Do you know what I mean with his agent and stuff? Like when Real Madrid come calling, I'm not even gonna say nine times out of ten. Ten times out of ten, you're not you're not turning down Real Madrid. Uh, see, so, I don't I
0: obviously hundred percent respect your opinion, but yeah, he yeah, was yeah. coming yeah. to Liverpool. We pulled out
1: why do you think he was coming to Liverpool so much though? I don't why? know. I don't know why? why. Yeah,
0: I don't know why. Honestly, I don't know why. He's not obviously a Liverpool supporter. It was just so um it was like common knowledge he was coming, and I think hmm. it was sorted out with his agent or his his mum and dad. I think his dad's his agent. I think it was he's going to come to Liverpool. There's a plan. They got a plan for him. Three years at Liverpool, then go Real Madrid. I think what broke the deal down was mm. that he wanted to be straight in on most salah type wages, $350 a week. So you were saying, look, I'm coming to Liverpool. I'll give you my word and it's you know it's part of my plan. I've always wanted to come, but you're mm. going to pay me. And I think we've tried to lowball him 150k. And then, you know, after your first year, go to 200, then 250. And I think straight away, he was like, I'll tell you what, I'm just going to skip Liverpool. They've kind of leaked to the press that they're not in for me and they'd rather spend the money wisely elsewhere. And I think it, it ended up like that. I think Real Madrid was a little bit too soon for his career choice. But it's proven right so far. He's going to absolutely yeah. smash it there and win. Probably, if anything, it was Lad
1: European Cup or something. I could have seen like the lack of Champions League football. You didn't get in, so he didn't go, and he decided to change his mind last minute. But I don't know because, like you said, he would have known for a long time you weren't going to pay him three fifty if he was going. Like that—that's the only thing I can't see. I—I I think it's difficult for a player to turn down Real Madrid. But like you said, he is way ahead of his time for me. Like you said, it might have been a little bit too early for him to go, but he's just slotted straight and it's like he's not, he's just taken to it like a duck to water. But yeah, back on Liverpool, I think it was, it might have seemed underwhelming because of the players you were linked with. Then there was the Caicedo fiasco. And I genuinely do believe that you tried to get a player of that sort of magnitude But that's more to appease the fans and Liverpool have never done that. They've never had to Mm. like go out and sign that big marquee household name to appease the fans. They've always had a plan. They've always had a structure of what they wanted to do. And yes, you do sometimes spend big if you sell to buy, but like the Van Dykes and the Allisons. but there's always been a strategy there. So like. That's why I was saying it would be interesting to see what Liverpool are going to be like with the Caicedo and thing. I was sort of excited about it because it was that big outlay of money that I've never seen crop mm-hmm. have. I was intrigued to see what it was going to work like. And then when the deal fell through, I was like, damn, they're going to use the spend Cup again as an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I was vexed. So I was like, the next Ben Cups kicked in again, bro. I was like, nah. But, but yeah, no, you You are doing really well. And like you said, the, the midfielders that have come in have really invigorated the rest of the squad. I think it's given everybody a boost. I think the different types you've got in there as well. McAllister, he's such a different type of player to like Sobber and Gravenberg. Different profiles. I think the balance of the squad's there now. So yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting season. I think you can push on. I think
0: McAllister could even be a natural number six. The one thing, and I said this last year on the poddy when I was watching Brighton and watching McAllister, he loves a tackle. He loves a scrap. And that's one of his greatest attributes, McAllister. He won the ball in the second half near the byline today. And it was just a great tackle. He's like a little terrier, a dog. just wins the balls in all the areas and pops it off dead quick. Um you could end up seeing him a fixture at number six. But the one thing I was thinking watching that was obviously like I say, Fabinho was not in the plan to go. All right. Yeah. you know, I, I thought Fabinho should go, as you know. I thought yeah. his legs were gone. I thought his time's up. Burnt out is a little bit far. I don't believe that burnt out at 29, you know, take yeah. a, a month's holiday and, and regen. So I don't I don't believe in burn burning out, but he did go and I thought he should. But when I was watching that today, I was thinking, I wonder what Fabinho, the lighthouse, as they'd call him, his nickname. To be in that number six, yeah. slide to his right, McAllister to his left. I bet he'd have flourished in this team with these legs around him. Um, but obviously we'll we'll never get to know now. Um yeah. but the front three, Nunes should have and could have had a hat trick today. Yeah, he was he was absolutely on fire. He ended up getting the the goal to put his two one up, and absolutely majestic ball by Alexis McAllister. He just scooped it over the defender. Nunez volleyed
1: it in the bottom corner. It was it was magic to watch. I did but... see it. I did see the goal on Twitter, actually. Yeah. I, saw the, I saw the chance he missed just before as well. The yeah. thing is about McAllister as well, I think we forget, like, because of his name and stuff, you forget he's Argentinian. And they, they're yeah. all they're all fighters, aren't they? South Americans, they are. They do yeah. fight. Mascherano, you, you've had a lot of players like that yourself. Suarez. You know? yeah. Suarez, Gabriel, Heinz. Uh, a lot of those players are like that. But, yeah, going back to the goal, I mean, Nunez... I saw a few things on Twitter as well. It was the front three that everyone wanted, weren't it? Nunes, Salah, Diaz. That That looks like a bit of
0: a fixture now, Mm. um, which obviously it doesn't make good reading for Gakpo and Jota because neither of them do anything wrong when they play. Mm. But it's kind of, and we mentioned it, didn't we? It's going to naturally happen the strong front three, and it's just going to become all, almost an automatic pick. Diaz is automatic now. Salah speaks for himself. So there's just that one spot left. And to be honest, Gakpo can play in the centre. Jota can play in the centre, but Nunez has got the shirt, and he's just—it's he, he, just has got that feeling. I wrote him off at the start of the season, all right, because we're. Yeah. We're here to make big calls, controversial we calls. You wrote everyone else
1: apart
0: from <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have had a team. <laughs> We're here to write receipts, aren't we? All right, because that's what football yeah, right, rivalry mate. is about. That's my right? receipts button. as well, because we can always return
1: them, mate. Don't worry about that. Exactly. We can always
0: go back to so the I shop. wrote him off, but it was almost like reverse psychology, thinking, right, Nunez, That in my mind, you're done now. You, you're finishing is not up to scratch in this Liverpool team. You're always gonna snatch at chances, mm-hmm. and and in my defense. The best chances he takes are the ones where he hasn't got any time to think. Like you think he's of the two Newcastle tight. goals. He turned, spun round, Salah put it on a plate and then it was just apply the finish. No time to think. But the times when he's got time to think, you see him getting caught in no man's land. Yeah, um, he's, It's like he'd sometimes rather assist Salah than score himself. It's just yeah. a bit like get that selfish Michael Owen type play into your game. Uh, yeah. Just think of yourself, just for five games, get a couple of goals, boost your confidence and then assist in Salah or Diaz or anyone else. It will just come naturally then. You're not overthinking it. You're not snatching at chances. Um, but again, that's him scored again today. He's going to be a fixture in this front three. I can just see it. You can feel it. It's like I just said, it's, it's working itself out. Um, but obviously that's a bit of a problem for Klopp because <laughs> he's got Gakpo and Jota are going to be chomping at the bit on the sideline thinking pools are absolutely flying well winning game after game we're on a 17 match unbeaten run now stretching back to last season wow. um the longest in the premier league i think the next longest was something like six or seven uh, i think Spurs might be next i think they're on six so that we eight now because they they drew today with arsenal but yeah obviously liverpool are flying and when you're flying as a forward you want to be in the team getting goals and joe i got his goal today Do you know what I mean? So, they're coming off bench and they're still motivated and they're they're happy and they'll get lots of games. It's Leicester on Wednesday night in the EFL Cup, so I'm pretty sure Gappo and John will start then. Um, We'll be flipping in maybe a Kwanzaa at centre-back again. Canate might get another game to up his fitness. I don't know why he didn't play today. Um, I can only imagine he maybe felt a bit of tightness. I can't think of any other reason to start Matip over Goat. over Kanate uh-huh. now, but he uh-huh. did and he got the call right. Um, but yeah, I mean, Liverpool, they've surpassed my expectations. I'm pleasantly surprised. Obviously, yeah. when you miss out on Bellingham, when you see the PR stunt, which is what it was, it was a PR stunt of a £111 million bid for Caicedo, which yeah. now we all know is it must be a fact now that we've done that to make Chelsea overpay right. for him. Yeah. They were sniffing around 90 million. There must have been something going on with Romeo Lavia where they were trying to hijack our bid for him. So we thought, I'll tell you what, we'll put in a big bid for Caicedo so that you have to up it there. Maybe that would scare them off Lavia. It worked the opposite. They ended up just buying yeah. both of them. But how's that working out, Chelsea? Not so good. Oh, um, but yeah, really I, cool. I'm surprised. But obviously, I'll take it every day of the week. And it's like I said, it's not just about the wins, Trav, it's about the control. There's none of this. Remember last season, you you come on these streams laughing when we got beat by um leads or we got the games where end. To end you were like it's a basketball game. Yeah. I'm loving watching it. It's like end-to-end, no and control, kamikaze defending. There's none of that anymore. It's wow. like the midfield, and again, I see ball, you see ball. I said, I've got this feeling if we fix the midfield it will fix the defence as well. It will make the defence look a million times better. And then lo and behold, what's happening? You're
1: controlling the game. And that like you said, I mean, it's a great problem for clock to have. Like you said, there's so many games, bro. Like, and the thing is, this season, I don't know if it's because it's off the back of... I, in fact, I don't know why I'm saying that. I know it's this reason. Off the back of a World Cup year, every squad is picking up major injuries, major amounts of injuries, because they didn't get enough rest in the summer. They didn't. Yeah. And all the big teams flew around the States, Australia, flying all over the place, going on these like tours to earn like a lot of commercial revenue and stuff. But the squads are suffering. Like Arsenal picked up a couple today. Declan Rice got injured today. So he's out. Party's already out. They've got a few injuries. Timber's out for the season. So theirs are starting to rack up. Trossard missed the game. We've obviously had a lot of injuries as well. You've had your own fair share of injuries. Even City, as big as their squad is, they've got injuries. So it's no coincidence that off the back of a World Cup year, you need your squad to have a lot of depth this year. And, and I think with Liverpool, with everyone purring, it's it's only going to be a boost. Like you said, Jota, Gatpo, What I think Klopp's doing quite well as well this season is is rotating them all. Like Gappo started off this season... Um, playing as a false nine jota even started a couple the first two to three games now nunes is coming in he's keeping everyone fresh and with the europa league as well i think he'll make changes in that so yeah i think it's it's all positive there's nothing coming out of the club negative about liverpool and um, you've got the fans on side everyone's buzzing at the moment so long may it continue and like you said you just need to keep going make sure you don't get any injuries keep everyone rotated again and just keep picking up points and that's it. it stays you just got to hang in there with city because city no matter what injury they got they're just blasting everyone do you know what i mean they, they are and they're just an absolute machine so all you can do is keep winning and the perform and when you're in a title race like this the performances are less important at the moment it's about just picking up the points
0: i don't think anyone's going to be in a title race are they I know I've just sat here saying Liverpool are back and I'm buzzing and obviously I am. I'm delighted just to be up there winning games, look after yourself, concentrate on your own results. But it's deflating when you watch Man City, even if they go 1-0 down or 2-0 down. I don't think they've gone 2-0 down, but you still look at him think
1: they'll win 4-2. Yeah, of course you do. Of course you do. I mean, they're a joke. They are an actual joke. Um, Adding Doku as well. And the thing is, they're doing the same as well, Trav. They're rotating the
0: side so much. Obviously, me and you play FPL... And obviously, you're thinking how many Man City players to have in, how many Arsenal players. When you think of Man City, you're thinking, I'm not sure if he's going to start yeah, or not. Yeah. I'm not sure what defence he's going to put out. I'm not sure what midfield. I don't know if Foden's going to be
1: playing or not. The only midfield, one, obviously, everyone's yeah. got is Haaland. But other Rover. than that... Yeah, like you said, you don't know who's going to play. Like Alvarez has been the one that's been playing with Haaland quite a bit. But like you said, Foden, Doku... Um, whoever whoever it is, they they just change it all the time. It can be anyone: Bernardo, Silva, Grealish. They rotate so and much. Mateus so. Nunes started yesterday. They just He's got probably finding his feet. This is it. Defense. yeah. Gavardio, Aki, Akanji. It's just like I, said, I think they've got. I think City have got some tests coming up. There, I think they might have. Well, not us. I, I think I don't regard United as a test. but they've got Arsenal <laughs> coming up. I think they've got <laughs> Arsenal coming up. And they might even have Liverpool in a few games as well, to be fair. So
0: we'll see. I I mean, we
1: play them in November. Yeah, that's it. November's around the corner next one. I know they'll definitely play Arsenal. I think Arsenal game might be next week. And they're both missing big players. Rodri got sent off yesterday, so he's going to miss that game. Rice looks like he might be out. Apparently, Rice has had a calf problem since the start of the season. So he's pulled up today. So he he could be out of that game. So that's going to be a huge bow for both clubs because Arsenal haven't got Party either. So without them two, for me that's advantage City. If Rice was playing and Rodri wasn't, I'd say it's tight. But if 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 Rice and Party are out against City, then against um, City, then it's they're gonna they could struggle in midfield. Yeah, Newcast- Rice is a
0: um, a calf problem.
1: Yeah, so he, I don't game know. Game. Yeah, is exactly. that and party's already out for a couple of months. Yeah, they've got Wolves away, then Arsenal Wolves. away in the league. Arsenal. Then Brighton. Well, That'd be a good game. You know I mean, yeah, that's not easy. Then United. The United So them next four are pivotal. Chelsea aren't in it at all, really, at the moment. They're, they're no, all I over the place, Chelsea. But, but yeah, the next four for City, I think if they can come through winning three out of four, then the league's is more or less going to be over, to be fair, unless Liverpool can keep their form up. But like I said, don't don't underestimate Liverpool. You've got plenty of goals in the team and you're not conceding many goals. That's a recipe for a title-winning team. Like you said, you've got a fantastic goalkeeper who can win you a league as well. So you've just got to hang in there till January, late January, February, because you know what City are like. They can put a run together at 14, 15 after Christmas. So if you can be close to them, that's all you got to think about. Look after yourself, take each game as it comes. And just go from there, mate. And obviously, hope they have
0: injuries in key areas that can trip them up. A well, little. They've, already got,
1: they've already got De Bruyne out, and they? they've got Rodri suspended now. Um, they've got a few injuries, to be fair. So I know at the Haaland
0: couldn't play without De Bruyne, and he's still
1: smashing it. It's just, just a joke, isn't it? It's just How long's De Bruyne been out for? Since Is that still season. showing the screen? The first game of the season? Yeah, it's still showing. Since the first game of the season, Grealish is out as well. He's not been playing, has he? And that's what's going to happen. After Christmas, they're going to get all them players back. And they're just all going to be Sweet. fresh. That, that, what chance good. have we got? So Grealish is out. De Bruyne <laughs> back, is out. Roger's out. Go back page again where it shows you all the injuries. Go back a page. It showed you everyone who was injured. Thing, yeah, yeah Bernardo know. Silva, Matteo Kovacic. I didn't even know Kovacic was injured. Grealish must have just come back. Um, yeah. so yeah, they, 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 they like I said in their forward section as well, they've only got three players classed as forwards, but Bernardo Silva sometimes plays up there. But yeah, like you said, Liverpool, all you can do is hang in there, keep pushing, keep picking up the wins. Who you got next?
0: Uh, I'm sure a way to spares. Do you know that? Ooh. So that's when it all comes crashing down.
1: Spurs look good today. That's yeah, a yeah. team. Ange the, the, Ball has just got it going Ange on, hasn't And and he bought he brought Ange Ball to the Emirates today. I'm telling you now, I really underestimated him. Not because I didn't think they were a good team, but I just thought Arsenal would just have a little bit too much for him. And the first 25 minutes, Arsenal were unbelievable. Saka was getting in pockets and stuff. And I thought when they went one-nil, this could turn to two or three. But Fair play to him, man. They were brave. They was playing out from the back, playing their regular style at the Emirates. It was so good to see. He's doing a fantastic job there, mate. He's the
0: manager Chelsea should have got then, really, isn't he? Potentially, It's looking like it at the minute. So, yeah, in the league, we're away to Spurs after Leicester in the FL Cup. Europa League, don't even look at that. It's not even worth looking at. Away to Brighton. Wow. <laughs> this is where it gets sticky. Away yeah. to Spurs, then away to Brighton for Liverpool. And then Everton. All that good work could have been undone. No, 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 no. Home to Everton, home to Forest, away to Luton. That's nine out of nine. There. Liverpool, Brentford, Man City, Liverpool.
1: Nice. So yeah, like you said, you got a couple easy. of easy, easy, mate. The way you're playing, it's easy, brother. <laughs> Ultimate <laughs> control.
0: Um, nice, yeah. Do you want to tell me about Man United yesterday? I didn't see any of it. I did watch like the three minute highlights on YouTube i seen the yeah. goal, obviously. It was Van Persie-esque. Um, but what about a word for my boy, Johnny Evans? What did I tell you? Yeah. I've been watching Leicester for three years now at the King Power Stadium. Two players always stand out for the last three years. James mm. Madison and Johnny Evans. Mm. He's a baller. He's a good yeah. lad. Real good lad. He'd be
1: playing even if Maguire was fit. Yeah. Well, he should be, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. It's not the way I want United to play. But we got the job done. And I think the result yesterday was definitely more important than, than the performance, but it was a painful watch. It was, it really was not a nice watch. We was dead. We were in dead. What way? Just like out like we obviously I thought we was going to set up in a diamond again, which we were in possession at times, but out of possession we set up as a four, two, three, one. So I thought, right, okay, we'll go back to our sort of wingers. It was a shape we're familiar with but we just sat off Burnley. It was weird. Like we just, it was like we respected him just so much. It was mad. Like Burnley had 70% possession at home to what? I've seen it. I've seen it. I was like what is going on? Like that is not, no other team in the top six would go to Burnley and sit off and just let him have it. And I don't mind tactics. Do you know what I mean? But come on, we're talking about a newly promoted team and we've got a, a squad that's worth over four hundred million. We should be taking it to these teams and dominating the game, dominating possession. But we're not. We're sitting off. Invite, but but do you know when you sit off as well? Normally you sit off and you press in pockets or you set traps. We didn't do that. We were so easy to penetrate. Still, just like the centre off was just carrying it out. One split pass through the midfield straight onto our back line. I was like, we're not even a tight shape. So, yeah, there was elements of that game that were still very worrying. But I was more relieved, if anything. That was the word for me, relief, that we just ended this four-game losing streak. We're back to winning ways. That's it. The next five out of the next six are at home as well. I did
0: say that. We said on the stream the other last week, didn't we? Mm -hmm. I looked at your fixtures and I was like, come on, you're going to be in the top four by the end of October. Top four? Real...
1: We'll, be top, we'll be top by December, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's it now, man. The 10 log train's back on the tracks. That's it. Hannibal Medry is <laughs> Johnny Evans. Top Johnny four. Evans armband. Really? You top do a lot
0: four,
1: worse
0: man. than Johnny Evans armband. I'm telling you now. He's certified. I'm, yeah. I'm validating Johnny Evans.
1: He was he was very... For me, he was a man of the match. Bruno got man of the match. And apart from his goal, he was just... Obviously, as a match winner. And that's probably why he stays on the lock. On the pitch long, and and a lot of fans get frustrated about that. And I do think it was the one th- one of the things that Hag was criticised for before he joined, when it was like a toss up between him and Poch was how much he rotated his squad at Ajax. And I do think you're seeing that now. Like he doesn't change the team a lot. It took him till 85 minutes to make substitutions, and he bought em- Evans off and bought Varan. and then he put Reguilon got a tight hamstring, and then he put Amrabat back, left back. And everyone was like, what? So everyone was like, why didn't he put Dallo left back and Lindelof to right back and then Varane and Evans just stay on and then put Amra back into midfield. But he put Amra back, left back. It looked so awkward. Gave away a free kick. We nearly conceded in the last minute. I was like, I was just relieved for that final whistle to blow. But yeah, Bruno got man of the match, but he gave the man of the match award to Evans, which was a I've nice touch. I've seen
0: it. I've seen it. It was nice. a nice
1: touch. Yeah. And he deserved it as well. So yeah, relieved to get the three points. It wasn't pretty at all. Um, But we scrapped our way to victory. But the only way is up, it literally can't get any worse in terms of the quality of football. But yeah, I was happy to get the three points, mate. So yeah, Liverpool,
0: 3-1 victors um, against West Ham. A routine performance, routine scoreline in the end. But West Ham are decent. I'm telling you now, they're they're a good, good side. That's Suchek, uh, Kufal, is it?
1: Yeah, we'll Zuma.
0: that Aguard at the back. Mm. Aguard had a really good game. Quality, He's quality, I am really yeah. surprised yeah. that West Ham tried to buy Maguire to replace that Aguard. He is a really accomplished defender. Uh, Mikael Antonio was a handful up top. Um, they're, they're good. They're a good quality yeah, side. Good so, guy. to go in half halftime one each... I did think we've got a bit of a task here. We need a big second half performance, and we brought it to be fair. I did think when I was watching it, West Ham are not going to keep up these energy levels. Um, because like I say, the first 20 minutes they come out the blocks so fast. And I did yeah. think this might be one of them games where we win it off the bench and our quality on the bench shines through, putting on Gakpo, Jota, maybe Harvey Elliott. Um Great. just to yeah, just for the f- Last twenty, but it didn't get that far. Obviously, it was a lot more comfortable in the end. Um, but yeah, Jurgen Klopp. The most important thing is that his smile has never been broader again. You can you can see that he he must have air been through the arena, beaming, is he? Air to air beaming. Yeah. He's been feeling the pressure. You've seen it in the press conferences. You've seen it. Um, there's clips on Twitter and stuff where he signed a fan's shirt and he swore at the fan, saying, "You've got to hold the effing shirt." Did so you can see, he just looked under pressure and you thought, we mentioned it before, if he doesn't get back in the transfer market, I could see him walking and I'd support him to walk because he can't work under these conditions again. But we've spent a hundred million net, which by our standards is incredible money. It is a more backing than he's had in the last eight years anyway. Yeah. Um, it's all coming right. And do you know We haven't had that many injury problems, Trav. No, we have really Had Trent out uh, and Canati out. Van Dijk felt like an injury because he got the red card and he missed two games. So it's almost like feels like the defense has been a bit patched up due to injuries. But it's not really because we've had Matty. But luckily we've had Matty and Gomez both fit to slot in a centre back or right back to cover it, and they've covered it really well. But these next few games coming up, I would love to say we're going to that. Spurs and Brighton both away I mean how's your luck the luck of the draw probably two of the hardest games to go to right now because Spurs and Brighton are both absolutely flying and they're going to be right up for this because they're the home team Um, they're going to be just amazing games I don't know if they're on TV yeah, or not they, is- they will be I think
1: yeah. with Liverpool though you, because you've got so much pace in your front line you sort of set up to you can control games but you sort of set up to counter attack as well like the Newcastle game, you won that with 10 men purely based off the physical attributes of your front line, just pure pace. And I think the way Spurs play, I'm not saying that they're not going to have something in the game. I think it'll be a fantastic game. But it's just something I'm shutting my eyes now. I'm just vis- like visualising the game and I just can see Liverpool just like picking them off on the break. I'm not saying you're going to batter them, but I just think like Spurs need to be wary. I know they'll be full of confidence going into that game and that, and it's going to be a huge test for both teams, but I just think you might edge that. I think the Brighton game might be more difficult for Liverpool just because they keep possession longer. Do you know what I mean? And Liverpool are like used to having like possession for long periods of the game and stuff like that. But I just think Brighton tighter pitch and stuff, they'll be a little bit more cautious then what Spurs will, because Spurs will come all out full throttle. But yeah, they're going to make... It is a big test for Liverpool. If you can come through those two games without defeat, you're going to put yourself in a really strong position. Did you see Brighton's lineup today? No, they must have rested hey. a few. Yeah, but how? Like, their
0: squad is absolutely mad. They the rested Solly March, Matoma... Uh, Tarek Lampty, who's man of the match last week, you've got him in yeah. my FPL team. So I'm, I was hoping for a clean sheet and some points today. Mm-hmm. All on the bench. When you look at it, you think they've got a mad squad, yeah. And they do
1: it all the time, they'll make like five or six changes. I know it is, I think it's a confidence mate the manager what he instills in them is a joke like you can't tell me lewis dunk was known as a ball playing center half and stuff like that it's just it's just what he's making them into he makes them into a fantastic team um yeah so they're going great guns bright and they must be up there still because i know they were one down and everyone was like slamming Deserie on twitter saying oh your boy's losing and all that and then they come back and win and stuff like that so yeah i think brighton are in for a great season as well but I, like you said, I think once they start getting into the thick of the Europa Conference League, they're bound to feel it a little bit when the games start coming thick and fast. Obviously, the international break's breaking it up at the moment. But then after this next international break, I don't think there is any till February. So that's when it starts to get tough over Christmas, Christmas period. And that just after that side, you'll see squads stretch then and it'll be a real test. So we'll see where we're at then after about 10, 15 games. It's all to be discussed and played. But what
0: a start to the season so far. Brilliant. Um, obviously, Man United are looking to turn it around after a tepid That's start. Manchester City just looked like a level we've never seen before. I could see them winning 20 in a row. Do you know that? Yeah, I know. Um, I They're just the, the incredible. Um, but yeah, we'll be back to preview next weekend's games. We're not going to do any EFL Cup streams, are we, Travis? No, no. Unless it's a mad result or a mad game, we yeah. might jump on. Um, we've got 10 people watching. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to yeah, smash that and like and subscribe if you're new to the channel. Really appreciate it. But, Trav, cheers for your time, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Cheers, guys. Header. But you're, oh, you're what a headshot!